Welcome back to Line Upon Line. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. We will be talking about a talk that was given in general conference called Do What Mattereth Most uh, by Sister L. Craven. Um, this past week, I was actually assigned to speak in church about this talk. And so this is really just um, uh, my talk from church. Um, just uh, an announcement before we get started. Um College has started up again. Uh, it is no longer summer, and so it will be more difficult for me to record, but I am still going to try my best to record and upload something every week. Uh, hopefully, I will be able to continue doing that. At the moment, I am recording in my car because I felt it was important for me to record today, and um, it is the most quiet place that I have at this time. Um so let's just jump right in then. Um, do what mattereth most. This topic seems very simple, but it actually was something that took me a very long time to write about. And for the first time, it really wasn't because I didn't know what to write about, but because I, uh, I just, I didn't know what to write about. Not because I didn't want to write, but I didn't know. Um, as I listened to Sister Craven's talk for the seventh time, I was still confused and I prayerfully requested this spirit to give me inspiration and the question popped in my mind what does matter most what is something I find myself caring about when there might be something else that is far more important I found myself being discouraged and distraught about mistakes I have made in the past when I should be focusing on the fact that Heavenly Father has forgiven me and loves me I found myself worrying about what people think of me when I should be more concerned about my eternal salvation. I even often find myself wanting more likes on a post on social media when I should be focusing on the eternal love that Heavenly Father has for me. These are just a few examples of things that matter not. And when we focus on things that matter not, we lose our ability to hear Him, to hear our Lord and Savior, and hear the Holy Ghost. Uh, Sister Craven shared a story um, in her talk uh, during general conference about a young woman who lost her ability to hear the Spirit and became confused about what was right and wrong. This is what she says. I had a sweet experience with a darling young woman who asked a very sincere question. Sister Craven, how do you know that anything about the church is true? Because I feel nothing. Before jumping to an answer, I first asked her some questions. Tell me about your personal scripture study. She replied, I don't read the scriptures. I asked about, what about with your family? Do you study Come Follow Me together? She said no. I asked about her prayers. What do you feel when you pray? Her answer, I don't pray. My response to her was simple. If you want to know anything, you will have to do something. And then she, she said something earlier in the talk that I thought fit really well into that as well um she's and she quotes a scripture and she says in a dream the lord told the prophet lehi blessed art thou lehi because of the things which thou hast done being a disciple of jesus christ involves more than just hoping or believing it calls for effort movement and commitment it requires that we do something being doers of the word and not hearers only um, that's something that stands out to me um, and is something i strive to do every day and my intentions as I speak about this topic is not to tell you what is most important um, and force you to believe that that is what it is, but to encourage you to prayerfully seek out what is important for yourself 
and preferably seek out personal revelation so you know what you should be doing. Um, Heavenly Father has an amazing plan for each one of us as individuals, and He has a work that needs to be fulfilled. We have been called to do that work, but in order for us to know exactly what needs to be done, we must strive to have the Holy Ghost to be our constant companion, and we can do that by keeping our covenant we have made with the heaven with our Heavenly Father um, by reading the scriptures, praying daily, attending church meetings, and utilizing the atonement of Christ. Uh, Sister Craven shared another story about repentance, and this is what she says. A high school student recently told me that it has become popular among some youth of the church to disregard the commandments with a calculated plan to repent later. It's sort of a badge of honor, I was told. Certainly, the Lord will continue to forgive those who humbly repent with real intent, but the Savior's merciful atonement should never be used in such a mocking way. We know the parable of the one lost sheep, of course. A shepherd will leave the other 99 sheep to find the one who has strayed. But can you imagine the joy that those who choose to be the 99 bring to the good shepherd? The ones who stick together and help each other live their covenants? Can you visualize what the world or your school or your work or your home would be like if being obedient was the popular thing to do? It's not about doing life perfectly. It's about finding joy while doing our best to live the covenants we have made with our Lord. That's a comment that I just absolutely love. It's not about living life perfectly, but it's about finding joy while doing our best to live the covenants we have made with the Lord. And that is something that I have truly loved uh, because I, I find it to be true. Um, I find that when I am not living living my and keeping my covenants with my Heavenly Father, that I am way more sad than I would be if I were keeping them. I think that the joy that we find in doing things that are unrighteous is a false joy. And I am so glad to be able to be a part of something that brings me true everlasting joy um she also then makes some great points about things that we believe to that matter most um with the world expressing more doubt about god and confusion and pressures increasing this is the time we must stay closest to the prophet as he is the lord's mouthpiece we can trust that he urges counsels and pleads with us to do are things that matter most. Although it may not be easy, there is always a way to do the right thing while talking with a group of friends. Sorry. I was, while talking with a group of friends, there was a young woman at school um, who felt her heart drop when the conversation turned to criticizing the standards of the church. She realized she couldn't stay silent and she had to do something. Respectfully, she spoke of the love of Heavenly Father and how the commandments he set are to bless and protect his children. It would have been much easier for her to do nothing. But what mattered most? Blending in with the crowd or standing out as a witness of God at all times and in all things and in all places? Sorry, I realize now I forgot to um, say that I've lost my voice and so if my voice sounds scratchy, that is probably why. Um, continuing on, uh, I've made it a personal goal of mine to stand as a witness of God at all times and in all things and in all places without fear. Um, and I wish and strive to have an unwavering faith that I might be an example to those. Um, 
uh, in this past week, my roommate and a bunch of students moved into the dorms, and they were all foreign, and they were all coming from Russia. Uh, and I was very excited to meet them. But um, at this time, I, I find myself praying often to um, receive good friends who will respect me for who I am and understand that I am a daughter of God and that's how I want to live my life um, by following his commandments by following my heavenly father's commandments and um, it was overwhelming for me to surround myself by a group of people whose first language was not English because I don't speak any other language than that. And um, I can't even imagine how they feel coming all the way from Russia just to uh, learn something totally new. Um, well, last night we had a young single adult activity at my house with the missionaries uh, in my church. And I asked the missionaries if they would share a simple message with us. And they spoke of repentance and Heavenly Father's love for us. And they asked anyone if they had a story to share about repentance. Uh, even though I was feeling overwhelmed and stressed and I really just wanted to uh, be alone or sleep and not talk at all, I felt strongly of the Spirit that I needed to share my personal experience about repentance and how it has saved my life. And uh, so I did. I did share that experience. Um, later that day, one of the girls from Russia approached me and said that she was very grateful for me to share my story about repentance and share how, now that I have repented, I strive to be a better person every day and follow, the God, follow God's commandments. Um, and she said that she was grateful for that story because she had gone through something similar and she too is trying her best to be better. And although she is not religious, uh, she understands where I'm coming from and she felt inspired by me. Um, and she feels she can trust me now. And in that moment, I realized what mattered most. Not that I was overwhelmed and frustrated, but that I was able to help someone feel God's love in the smallest way and gain a trust and friendship with this girl who has come halfway across the world to be in America. Uh, and this also just happens to be the perfect story to end this episode. Um, so I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, this is a shorter episode than normal because I, uh, I am going to have to make shorter episodes now, but, um, I bear my testimony that this church that I am a part of is the most amazing thing that has ever happened to me in my entire life and that it has truly saved my life. And even those who are listening, if you are not a part of the same religion as I am, I hope that you feel God's love in your lives. Um, and I hope that you felt the spirit as I um, spoke on this topic today and in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.